Oh, my mic. Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedy. It can be live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel around the world. We are hoping to deepen people's relationship with Christ. And for those of you who have not yet met him, he will meet you where you are. I know I met him through the internet. Uh, we hope you find resources that are useful to you, whether it's books or worship bands or pastors you may never have heard of. Uh, drop us a line. Let us know what parts of the website are useful to you. And if you have any suggestions, we'd love to hear those too. If you care to partner with us, you can click the Donate Now button. ResurrectMinistry.com. <laughs> and please like, share, subscribe. This video or podcast, wherever you're watching, give it a five-star rating and a review. It is such a blessing to us. Uh, every time we go to look at the credibility of another organization or group, we look at like how many reviews do they have? How many uh, subscribers do they have? So it's super important. It takes a couple seconds to do. Um, we'd be super grateful if you would do that for us. And while you're watching, make sure and comment about what you think about the devotional. Uh, or perhaps even what it is that we are saying. Maybe you have a, a different take on the devotional, or you agree or disagree with what we're saying. We all we want to hear it all. So make sure and do that in the comment section. Um, and then make sure and give us your prayer requests. Uh, at the end of the show, we um, will yes. have a prayer. Where we include your prayer requests so that people from all over the world and the thousands of listeners that we have will participate in that prayer. Yeah, just think about it. Somebody from South Africa will be praying for you. And sometimes Australia. Yes, often Australia. <laughs> yes. And then make sure and go in the description and check out our sponsors. One of those is LifeWise. Use the URL livelifewise.tv. If you're listening, make sure and type in livelifewise.tv because that's the URL that gives the show credit uh, for sending you to the website. It's all great products. The company is a Christian-based company, and um, uh, we're we have a brand new product that Hetty is getting ready to take right now. And it's called Rejuvenate Radiance. And, oh, Radiance! Sorry. <laughs> Love you. Oh my gosh! Between that and Restore, which I sometimes call Rejuvenate. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm e here for. I'm the helper. Either way, they're fantastic. Um, they're, they whatever, are, what, whatever what your name is. I love my knee is I know I talk about the knee all the time during this particular part of the show, but I'm telling you, it is spectacular. What what nothing has been able to 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 do with any kind of not even healing, just making it feel better. Yeah. Um, this product right here, which I just said, Restore, uh, has done miracles. It's amazing. It really is amazing. Uh, and then we have uh, StreamYard, which is the platform we're using to go live now. And apparently uh, somebody just recently decided to try it out because oh, nice. they got a notification. Uh, but if you have a, a you know something you want to share on the social medias like Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitch, X, Instagram, uh, Rumble. What else are we on? Oh, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, you can use this platform to broadcast out to your followers, whatever it is you want to talk about. So make sure and use the URL, getstreamyardnow.com. The scripture that we're going to be reading a little bit later on is Matthew 3, 1 through 6. It's an expansion of what A.W. Tozier brings up in the devotional. So make sure and get in your Bibles and open up to Matthew 3, 1 through 6. We are reading from Tozer for the Christian Leader on January 15th, 
uh, and I'll cop out right now, our home church, we actually did this yesterday. <laughs> so uh, we have a little bit of a head start, which is good. This is the one thing we've been planning on doing, and that is studying well before the devotional. Yes. Um, and so we actually, actually accidentally did that. Uh, it is entitled Hearing from God. Matthew 3, 5 through 6 is what uh, A.W. is referring to here. And it says in King James, Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region around about Jordan and were baptized of John in Jordan, confessing their sins. Let me give you some reasons why I believe God could honor John the Baptist in that day in which he lived. First, John had the ability to live and meditate in solitude. He knew the meaning of quietness. He was in the desert until the time of his showing forth unto Israel as a prophet. He came out of his lonely solitude to break the silence like a drumbeat or as the trumpet sounds. The crowds came, all gathered to hear this man who had been the God and who had come from uh, with, with God, not the God, who had been with God and who had come from God. In our day, we just cannot get quiet enough and serene enough to wait on God. Somebody has to be talking. Somebody has to be making noise. But John had gone into the silence and had matured in a kind of special school with God and the stars and the wind and the sand. I do not believe it is stretching a point at all to say that we will most often hear from God in those times when we are silent. Oh, Lord, help me to carve out of my busy schedule some time with God and the stars and the wind and the sand. Amen. Amen. Or for me this morning, it was in Starbucks, strangely enough. Carve out some time for me and God <laughs> with my Starbucks coffee. Did you take a picture and post it on Instagram? It's my Bible. Bible time. No, I should have. Yeah, don't do that. Please. Oh. <laughs> That's like the one thing that everybody makes fun of. Every pastor makes fun of that. What is it with you and your Bible shots, you know, in the morning? It's my Bible. It's oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. I took a picture of the particular part of scripture that I was reading. That I took that. Yeah. Not where I was. Just that, just those, that verse. You didn't show a cup in the corner? No. Oh, okay. No, just the verse. Yeah. Which I think is okay because we share verses on our... On our social medias. It's kind of like some kind of accountability thing. People like to be like, hey. Well, it hits you. It hits you and you think, you know what? Other people need to hear this today. Very cool. <laughs> Actually, I got to see what it is now. Uh, what it was that I shared. Thanks for bringing it up, Schnooks. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Somebody, somebody's losing weight. <laughs> that's, a, that's the one thing now lately is that everybody's working out and they're all taking uh, bikini shots. Yeah, your your page when you open it up, we usually find bikini yeah. shots in one sort or another. <laughs> well, that's that's the health and fitness uh, part of what I was doing in the past. Let's see, where is it? Where is it? Oh man, I've had a lot of posts since well, I. That's the thing about you that. and the posting. Yeah, <laughs> it's at least a gazillion of them a day. Can we go back to our? Wait one second. It's coming up right now. Wow, is this possible? Or did uh, do you think uh, YouTube? And that you, oh, there it is. Do uh, I don't even know. Yes. Oh, it's Genesis. Uh, do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. Oh, I know no, why this I, I did this. Genesis. It's not. No. Oh, what is it? Is it from the New Testament that you got? Maybe Matthew. Uh, yeah, probably. I think it is Matthew. 
Okay. Thank you. Somebody tell me what this is. Do not think that I, it came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a to set a man against his father, a daughter against his mother, and a daughter in law against her mother in law. Sure, and a man's enemies will lose will be those of his own household. He who loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. He who finds his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for me, for my sake, will find it. I, I shared that because this is where we are in this world today. We need to understand because people are saying, uh, I thought you were a Christian. And you're supposed to, be, supposed to be peace. Oh, yeah. he, he, he came not, not to bring peace, but a sword. Right. Thank goodness. So that's what happened to me today when I spent time alone with God. In a, it actually was really quiet. I was the only one in the Starbucks because it was early. It was very early. It, it just opened. Um, but um, the other thing that I mentioned yesterday was that time on the mountain up in Big Bear, which I, I mentioned in a previous show. And it, it makes a difference. And the, here's the, the, the thing that I want to make sure is very clear. It, and we talked about it yesterday. It's, it's not doing it on your phone. And I know I have been so guilty of this over the last couple of decades. <laughs> decades. Wow. <laughs> well, maybe not decades because of the phone been around, around right? for decades. I don't know. Um, but I know particularly lately I've been on my phone in the Bible a lot. And the ease of distraction, the ease of leaving the Bible to look at something else because text notifications come at the top while you're reading the Bible. Um, oh, I don't look at them. Yeah, it, it just drops down. I get them. I get everything. Oh, Trump, you get, you Trump get did all this. Kinds of... uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza saying this. Uh, Tucker Carlson saying this. <laughs> and I'm trying to read the Bible. You know where it doesn't happen? Where? In the book of the Bible. <laughs> in in the an paper. actual book. There's no drop down uh, notifications on a book. And so it was so different reading the book today. Um, and uh, the clarity that comes from that time is Nice. Sorry, I'm just trying to look up the one of the questions that Yvonne asked. Uh, um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. around here in California, Southern California, it's it's not really that hard to find a place of serenity. Like we have the redwoods that are up the street here. Right. You can hike to, uh, but we have some pretty decent parks here. Uh, you know, there's lakes there, and there's other people walking around, but you can get along with God there. I think. I actually like to get along with God in my house. On your red couch? On my red couch. <laughs> Good. Does anything, do you want to bring up anything that you talked about last night in regard to the scripture or does something new come to you today? Um, both, actually. Mm. Um, one, I was thinking of uh, the sermon I was listening to where talking about quiet and not just quiet, but um, solitude is that not only nowadays everybody's um, looking to speak or to this, there's so much noise. But remember when Tojo wrote this, there wasn't social media. Right. So now even with social media, it's everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be known and recognized. And uh, I was listening to this pastor say that, do any of us know what Jesus was doing at 23? No. Like, no. Okay, yeah, we can say, oh, he was a carpenter. He's probably building a table. But we don't know. Because we don't know, other than when he was a child and one time when he was in the temple with the scribes, and then fast forward to his ministry. So 
there is this period of incubation that should be occurring. Um, and I'll never forget my mentor told me when I, when I started the ministry and I was wondering like how long it'll take to grow and all these things. And hers grew from three people to 40,000 people, but it took like five years for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, just trust that the Lord will do it in his timing because most people, if it's done right, God grows you in the first period. It's your incubation period. Right. It's not actually for you to do anything to teach other people. It's to teach you um, before he entrusts you with the responsibility to teach others. So I thought that was really cool advice. And it reminded me of this issue of solitude. Yes. And the uh, number of the things, I think that's a totally different topic, what we were talking about, what I brought up last night about deception. Um, so if there's time later, I'll bring it up. Okay. But I want to actually also answer what Yvonne's question is. But you want to go through some of these first? Real quick, I want to say, I'm sorry I'm fiddling with my mic, but I, I broke the little gizmo here trying to make an adjustment. Can I just pin it to you? So, but I, I fixed it. I wanted it off my neck because I felt like maybe I'm making a rubbing sound. Oh, okay. But do you want me to just pin it? Yeah, okay. Just... Sorry, guys. We're yeah, trying we... some new equipment. We're trying some solutions before we go, uh, you know, big time. <laughs> John says, I'm the first K on the show tonight. Hello, hello. That's awesome. And she said she was late uh, the other night, so she just lurked around and says that she has five cats and two dogs. Oh, nice. She's that been lurking. Whole for, house. For 24 hours, for long, for 48 hours. <laughs> hey there, Kelly. Nice to see you. Yes. Nice to hear you, whichever it may be. It's so crazy that everybody has a K in there. Isn't it? Kathy, I'm so glad that I got the notification we were coming on. I was beginning to feel a little bit down. God knows what we need. Hallelujah. Glory to the King. Amen. Another K. (laughs) Anyone saying hi to the ladies and uh, restore for the knees. And Yvonne's like, maybe I'll check that out. Yes. Carrie, hi. Oh, hi, ladies. I'm sorry. I forgot to text everybody. We kind of got rushed on. And... (laughs) How was your home group yesterday? Oh, we got great home group stories. Mm. And did uh, I just looked over the scripture for you, Yvonne, uh, because in Matthew, it's Matthew 311, where the Lord talks about how uh, John introduced the baptism of water. So it was a baptism of repentance. And so um, it says in Matthew, I, uh, he announced, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And that's a quote from John the Baptist in Matthew. So, uh-oh, yeah. Starbucks supports baby killers. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely. I, I, there's just not a coffee shop that isn't woke around us yeah i mean between coffee bean and tea leaf how come you don't go to buddy tree anymore i do but they're oh. not open at five o'clock in the morning uh, <laughs> they don't open until like is that bothering you yeah it's rubbing against my neck and i don't want it to make the sound oh i thought rubbing. it was it was bending down nope like that it, it started going up against my neck so yeah sorry about that um yeah so yeah they, i'm up at five now and there's just no i know what are you gonna i need coffee <laughs> 
<laughs> and Carrie's saying, yes, the believers were initially Jews. And then everybody's saying hello to everybody. And Carrie says, my verse today, Psalm 34, 22, the Lord redeems the soul of his servants and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. I love that. Amen. Mm. And <laughs> after all that, what happened to the mics? We're wearing lavaliers. Yeah. How does it sound? Our, our, uh, our crew will not give us an opinion until tomorrow. They're off today for MLK Day. So yeah, I'm very curious what their response is going to be. The deal was we were trying to, they were getting mad at us because we like to look at each other because we love each other. <laughs> <laughs> and so with the mic here, when we were turning, they were getting mad that we, our voice was, the volume was dropping when we returned to each other. So we're trying to use the lavalier. Unfortunately, today, just seconds before it went on, I broke the little clippy thing to keep it from doing what it's doing now. Now we just got to return it to Amazon, and yeah. I bet you they won't notice. Right. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> and they can see your face. Yeah. Unless she's talking about my beautiful face. Oh, well, booze, beautiful faces, she said. Oh, Iris. plural. Thank you, oh, Iris. <laughs> and you can hear us. Oh, my God. That's fantastic. That's great. Uh, Dr. K says, hello, the live was stuck for several minutes now, but it's working. We have internet and power issues because it's so cold. Oh, yeah. Dr. K is in Wisconsin, negative 14. Wow. Nice. That is cold. It's not as cold as my uh, cryotherapy. No. What is that? uh, It's like 55 below zero. You can only be in there for three minutes. Your digits will fall off. Whoa. Uh, Carrie says, wear a polo with a collar, Andy. No, we, yeah, we can do that too, but we, we yeah. didn't know we were going to break it right before we went on. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Case says, my 15 year old twins watched you and loved you both. They said, Hetty is so professional, and Andy he has the giggles the whole time. <laughs> and, uh, and Andy is not. Andy is just generally a giggler. He, yeah. he is. He's, he's <clears throat> in jovial. The, in the police academy, I, um, I, I did probably 10,000 more push-ups than everybody else in the academy because I would laugh at the CAC officers who would be yelling at me and spitting on me. And I got to admit, it's really nice when you're happy. <laughs> but if you're arguing and he's giggling all the time, I'm like, what is with the giggling? Is there anything funny about what we're talking about? Yes. <laughs> and he's like, I just, I always do that. And I'm like, yeah, but it's... <sighs> It's mean. Anyway. I'm sorry. I know. I know you don't mean it. No. Thank you, Vaughn. January 21st is Dr. K's uh, service, uh, surgery. Definitely add that to the prayer list. The gills is his good heart. Amen. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, I'll remind you that when we're we're never probably arguing again for the rest of our life. But if we do. I'm still going to get mad at you. I'm going to tell you. I said, it's a sign of a good heart. I can't help it. Why are you getting mad? Andy, I agree with the tech people. I have dog hearing, but we enjoy you looking at each other as you talk. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. Kevin says they got seven degrees with a negative six wind chill in Michigan. Do you have as much snow as they do in Wisconsin? Because Dr. K looks like she's buried. So I'm curious whether you guys is in is Michigan as as buried. Yeah, I feel your guys' pain. I, I was freezing this morning too. It was like 40 degrees. It was cool. <laughs> Absolutely, I just look at you and I just zone out. I don't know what it is. Oh, I see it all the time. Right? I yeah. feel like I was like, I don't know what he just said. But I'll I say it was freezing this morning. It was 40 degrees. <laughs> oh, oh boy. 
That is the whole thing. So to, uh, I yeah. want to know how your vision's doing, Carrie. Will you yeah. let us know if there's any updates? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, we live in this horrible state. It's, it's, but it's not the state itself, the land. It's gorgeous. The mountains, the ocean, even the desert is beautiful. Um, but the, the, the leadership is, they're demonic. Yeah. They, they are, they, uh, did you, you know, right now they're outlawing. They're, gas stoves? No, they're, they're um, gas cars. like a day or two away from outlawing uh, football for kids. Kids can't play football any longer. Because of headaches? They're afraid, they're afraid of the dangers. Concussions? There's hundreds of thousands of children that play football. Yeah. Um, but, but in contrast, they're kidnapping children and cutting Mutilated. off their testicles. Right. <laughs> that, that is perfectly so fine. Crazy. Cutting off the breasts of young little girls is perfectly fine. But you can't play tackle football. Wow. Like, how does that happen? I don't know. I, you know, I wake up sometimes, I go, we got to get out of the state. Because Dan Bongino says, you get out of blue states. He's like, you guys got to get out. You're going to die. We're turning California. Well, we are doing a good job. But, um, but. Then I, then I, we have days like today where it's just Well, you know, and I mean, I, I got to tell you, I love it. I don't feel like we're going to leave, but I have a very, and I just have a very hard time thinking about buying a house out here. Hmm. I just yeah. feel like there's just, there's still too much transition. There's too much unknown. Um, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, Dr. K says, I wish I lived there. My uncle owned a restaurant at the Palomar Airport and wanted oh. me to move there. I should have. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never know, right? Um, Lisa, hi, Lisa. How are you feeling today? I hope I hope uh, things are feeling brighter. And Carrie's waiting for a surgeon referral. And Yvonne said, yeah, stupid politics. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin only got five inches of snow near Detroit. It started to rain, then snow, and brutally cold temperatures. I never forget. I can never forget driving in dry ice in Michigan. I mean, like, there was nothing you could do. Like black ice? Black ice, yeah, to, yeah. to stop you from banging into the sides of the, of the road. Mm -hmm. It was like every time you stopped at a stop sign, it was like right into the side bank. Yeah. Um, oh, it drove me crazy. It was so scary. Uh, Carrie says we sold ours eight years ago and rent now your house. Oh, mm. interesting. In the same area. Uh, me and Andy both sold because we were living in houses separate. I was all the way out in uh, Brentwood and his uh, place was in Brea. wasn't big enough for all of us. our Brady brunch. <laughs> uh, Dr. K says the entire transgender thing is mind boggling. How do people accept those purely demonic things? Yeah, it's so it's just otherworldly. It's just absolutely bananas. And it's such a minute part of our, our culture. I mean, not our culture, our community that, that, that they are sinking so much of, you know, political energy towards uh, money towards, uh, like I said yesterday, the um, Planned Parenthood, I just was looking it up. Uh, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of about $3 million in transgender transgender issues just in california alone uh the california teachers association another wow. 10 million dollars into the political industry um uh, mostly for those issues dei and transgender wow. yeah for th this this much of our our community uh 
That's such a great, um, it reminds me, I'll tell you at least after I read this, Darcy and I spent the day helping a friend who broke her arm in four places, did some laundry for her, and I cooked everything in her fridge and proportioned it like meal planning for her. Mm. That is so that is beautiful. A friend of ours last night at home church was telling us a story how such a small world. Um, one of our friend Ivan bought his new potential fiance, and it was the first time she was at our house. She was talking to Sylvia, a long-term guest of us, and Sylvia remembers that her but Christina's mom was her best friend um, when she was oh, younger. Yeah, yeah. And she said, um, when I uh, had just given birth and was really in bad shape, but not feeling well, she came over, cooked me food, cleaned my bathroom, did my laundry. And she says, I'll never forget how that felt like what it was to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Like, here is somebody really living out um, mm. their responsibilities to the church. And she just never forgot that instance. So I'm sure you will never forget. Um, she will never forget your kindness, Lisa. And I know, and I told Sylvia the story about all the wonderful families that came and brought food for the kids when you were in the hospital. Yeah. So it's yeah, like they, such a beautiful thing to do. It was so amazing that the children were kind of sad that I came home. <laughs> <laughs> they go, oh, they got oh, all kinds of like ZT. Are we still going to get big ZT? Are we still going to get dinner delivered every day? <laughs> it was their first uh, uh, their first um, taste of something like a Grubhub. Yeah, you know, don't get used to it. I, I'm not. I'm not buying into that nonsense. And uh, yeah, they were like, "There was such good food. You're bringing such good stuff." <laughs> Just nice. This looks ridiculous, but we're okay. <laughs> Does it is it is it too far from his mouth, guys? Does it does it sound it, bad? No, it looks at, like it's at the same level. I'm yeah. watching the thing. Already. Okay. As for getting attacked by Satan, prayers are working, and I watched both of Pastor Jack's sermons on what we are up against, truly with evil, and it was empowering to my soul. But please keep us in your prayers. Yeah, I was praying for you last night too, um, Lisa, at our home church. So um, know that you are in our hearts and um, lifting up lifting up prayers for you. And Pastor Jack was fire uh, yesterday. His second half of 2024, I liked a lot better than the first half. <laughs> Did the first half help you with bringing out information in the second half? Was it? No. They were. I mean, he did uh, a summary. Mm -hmm. This is what our topic is. These are the first five things we did. But he really honed in on what did he mean by a war? Like, I didn't get that from the first one. I was like, why are you calling this a war? And what are we exactly talking about? But this one, he was super cogent. He was like, it's a war. And the reason it's a war is because there's a war against the man. And there's a war against the woman. And there's a war against marriage. Um, that is so true. And, at the, yeah. and that's at the root of everything else that's happening. Mm -hmm. And so he gave great advice for husbands. He gave great advice for wives. And the sanctity of marriage. and basically describing how that was the foundation of everything that's at stake right now, which I thought was brilliant. Before we go on, let's, um, because it has to do with the home church tomorrow, yes. let's read the scripture, you think? Sure. Yeah. Home church tomorrow? What do you mean? No, the, the next comment that Lisa has is about home church, and oh, I know okay. that that will take us into uh, a whole discussion about home church. So, uh, Matthew 3. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. 
For this, for this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to see him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. Wild locusts and honey. Yeah. What a what a combo. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday on the PowerPoint, I put the picture of the honey and the locust, like using the using the honey as a dip, and the locust was a chip. Oh yeah, like, I can imagine. <laughs> that's how I picture it. Honestly, right. <laughs> that's exactly how I picture it. But I bet you that wild honey back in those days was very little pollution in the air. Just probably would tasted so amazing. And it, it could even make locusts taste good. Mm. I wonder if, the, did he cook the locusts before he ate them or did he eat them I raw? I don't think so. I think he ate them raw. Maybe there was something like that broccoli in cage they gave you tonight. <laughs> Crunchy. <laughs> Crunchy and toasted. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get rid of this lower third view. Um, yeah, but I just, uh, in the camel hair, and he was like a mess. He was like, his hair was all jacked up and right? you know, dirty and you know, dirt under his fingernails. And In uh, in uh, Arabic, we used to call those people majdub. Like they were just wild and crazy in love with God. Mm. You know, so. Maybe that's what I should have named Rhett. Majdubd. Majdub. Majdub. <laughs> I'm going to call him that for now. Majdub. Majdub. Come here, Majdub. Because <laughs> he puts on clothes that, you know. Yeah, he doesn't care. No, he has, he has he could, in his hair. He's, he's literally the only kid we have that doesn't have a fashion sense. Yeah. I mean, like, no fashion sense. Okay, he doesn't care. All yeah. of our other kids are so, like, like uh, what do you want? How do we describe it? Like, so concerned about beauty and appearance. and Yeah, and then Majdub comes down like. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a teenager too. He's thirteen. Yeah. And Bo, oh, he should care by now. But yeah. the ten-year-old is—he cares. Yeah, he cares about his hair. He's, oh yeah. You know, but much do. Yeah. All the spaghetti stains. Yeah, food, food stains. All different colors. <laughs> Socks up to his mid calf and <laughs> it's, uh, wild. You know he's so conscious. He's the but he's the one kid because I bought him brand new clothes and I said I go why are you wearing those? Go put them. And so he's got to run up and get brand new clothes on. Uh -huh. uh, but when he knows that, you know he's going to be at his mom's after school, he puts on the old ratty clothes. <laughs> so he can leave. He's the, the only one. Yeah, he goes. Oh, well, I don't want to leave my nice clothes at mom's house. I go. Well, why couldn't you tell the other kids? Uh, right? Because we buy brand new clothes for all of them and then they never all come back. There. Yeah, never come back. <laughs> Never come back. But Majboob, which is Majdub. Majdub. <laughs> he, 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 he cares. He knows. Yeah. He's a funny, funny kid. I love him. He knows. He's my mini me. Yes. Uh, <laughs> pastor Kevin says Pastor Jack was great, and his pastor also preached. Mm -hmm. uh, what church you go to, Kevin? I wonder if we if we know it. Is it a small local church, or is it one of the, the bigger churches? Mm -hmm. uh, spiritual warfare. Pastor Jack was on point. Uh, Carrie says, I'm concerned about some Christians thinking that we need to take back spiritual power from witchcraft, defining, channeling. Mm, I don't know. Did Jack talk about that? I don't know. But you know what's interesting? You made me think about a video that my son Kelly sent me today. 
and it was on uh, The Chosen. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not sure who exactly was doing the video, but apparently somebody spotted in one of their uh, behind the scenes videos that they do about episodes that are coming up. They spotted an LGBTQ flag on one of the cameras or on the mic setup, you know, that the, 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 uh, you know, the, the, either the sound guy or the camera guy, you know, they said they've been using them for years and he always has something like that on, but he's a really good camera guy. So they don't ever say anything. And the people are saying, well, then, you know, what are, are you a Christian company and show? And, 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 and so but now there's this con- them using a camera yeah. guy that's not a yeah. believer. <laughs> so now that's co- created controversy. As, cri- as critical as I am of yeah. them, I don't know if I would. Yeah, use- I mean, what do you, I mean, yeah, if you had a great cinematographer. It's like saying, is my hairdresser a Christian? <laughs> oh, my hairdresser happens to be a Christian, but, you know, I mean. Well, where, where, yeah, so this makes up a good discussion, I guess. Um, because we're, I think we were talking a little bit about this last night. Where, where, where does that uh responsibility as christians do we only hire christians and everything we do or yeah. do we spend time with non-christians like jesus did in in the hopes that we may be able to convert them or speak some jesus uh, into them uh, the best thing i have ever heard on, on that subject was mark driscoll because oh. he was basically explaining he says you have concentric circles you have your inner circle mm-hmm. you have your church circle and then you have your broader evangelical circle. And he's like, you don't mistake the evangelical circle for your inner circle. Um, you always have to keep a core group of people that speak life into you, that speak God's word into you, that lift you up in prayer. That's your inner circle. Those are the people you call friends. Those are the people that are your um, your ride or die, your brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. And then you have the wider church circle where you may not tell them your secrets. They're not, when we could go to confess our sins to one another, it's not the wider circle we're confessing them to. That's our inner circle. Right. Um, and, but they're people you lift up in prayer. They're people you worship with. They're people you go to Bible studies with. And then the outer circle, those are the people that you are witnessing to their, their, you know, associates, people at work, you may go and have coffee with them, but it's a, the, the nature of that relationship is different. And one of the things that I think is really important. So in our home church on this devotional, cause we were doing, we did the wrong day. So we did this day. I told them, I was talking to them about uh, that we have this internal responsibility to find solitude, to get um, time with God, to be quiet with God. And then we have this external responsibility of how we treat people in the church that are engaged in wickedness. Um, And there was a bunch of scripture that we had. It was, um, we started with Jude 1, 3 through 4. And then we went through um, 1 John 4, 1 about testing the spirits. And then Peter 2, 15. And his advice about Balaam and what the what God did to reprimand Balaam through donkey, uh, and it's just being able to recognize um, those who call themselves believers but are steeped in sin and um, need correction, or those that are just outright out outright wolves, mm. like they're just wicked. They're not there. 
to worship the Lord. They're not there to believe in the Lord. They're there to distract um, mm-hmm. God's children. Uh, so in that respect, I totally lost my train of thought, but I was thinking of something. The chosen and whether we have people in right. a job for us that aren't believers. Right. So I think <laughs> that's a completely different circle, right? That's the, 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 that's the larger circle. Do you invite them? Um, you can invite them for home church. A home is open to anybody, whether believers or not. Mm. But do you bring them to the Bible study? Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, last night we had seemingly one or two people there that were struggling with just gender issues, much less right. being a believer in Jesus Christ. Right. Yeah, I see. I see what you did there. So just really quick, I put the link to the YouTube video that my son sent me just because I talked about it. You guys may want to look at it, but it goes even further. Which one are you it's sent a, Kelly. No, I know, but what video? When did you talk about it? About the video that he sent me that showed the LGBTQ flag. in. Oh, I didn't realize you didn't mention it was Kelly that sent it. The uh, Chosen video? Yeah. Okay. And then it goes on to talk about about uh, Jenkins being an apostate and about well, people um, really don't like him. Uh, the Mormons' influence on the Chosen show and the, the, the Mormons helped with the locations and the filming of it somehow. Oh yeah. Anyway, the whole the video talks involved. about all this stuff about the Chosen, which I have been a fan of the Chosen. Uh, but that's, that's Yvonne's opinion. Blah, yeah. he's an apostate. <laughs> I agree with you, Yvonne. But we're in the minority. Trust me. Because there's even people that walk around Calvary Chapachino Hills with chosen T-shirts on. All the time. I see them all the time. Who? People in the... <laughs> so oh, man. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I didn't mention Kelly sent me the video, but you were probably looking up something else. Um, but, uh, yeah, in the sanctuary, leaving sometimes or walking in, I see people with... Oh, all the t-shirts. time. And even, Absolutely. even like, you know, $100 jackets. That say the chosen on it and stuff. Like really? That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Carrie says no. Jack didn't mention about uh, the witchcraft thing, spiritual power. But I listen to all sorts of podcasters to know what the enemy is up to. Yeah, fascinating. Mm. Uh, and then Pastor Jack's message made her think of that. Uh, Yvonne says Christianity isn't the issue, but because he displayed the queer flag. I like the yeah. queer flag better. Thank you, Yvonne. <laughs> better than it's so hard to say LGBTQ. Right. Uh, Kate says, I was excited about The Chosen at first, but then I started to get doubts about it, and now I won't watch it. The Holy Spirit leads us into truth. Uh, it's like last such night. a controversial it, subject. It's like last night, and I don't know why, I, I don't know if I was, I don't know why I, I blurted it out, but um, one of our guests uh, was talking about a book, and I think he was having trouble explaining what the book was all about, and about it was talking about some subject in the Bible. Okay. And I just said, well, we just go to the Bible. Like, why read a book that some man wrote when we can go to the Bible and find what God said? Right. And I did. I hope I did. I mean, it was a little mean, so I, I, I came. Up, I came in after you to fix it. It was one of my. So you have dad jokes and you have cop jokes. Oh. Dad jokes are typically funny. Just goofy. Just goofy. But cop jokes can have a little bit of a like a. Mm. They yeah. got a punch to them. They got a little like, punch to them. Yeah. When was the last time you, you saw your shoes? You know? <laughs> well, look at that. Hey, when was the last time you saw your shoes? Oh. Because his belly's getting too big. Yeah, when we first met, Andy used to say cop jokes to me. And I'm like, um, I not only do not find that funny, um, 
<laughs> Please stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I really didn't mean. I mean, there was a little bit of truth in it. Like there always I mean, is a little. But bit it's of so truth. hard for you to figure out what the book is saying, and you wanted to get the answer. Just go to the book. I no, I just think that sometimes it gets a little tongue twisted. Okay, because it's an audience. <laughs> but Stan appreciated it. But he's a fireman. He gets. He's but see, humor. see, yes, he has similar humor to you. <laughs> But see, sometimes people, so there's a whole segment of the Christian community that doesn't read books that says we're not supposed to read anything but the Bible. Oh, no. And so I didn't, I wanted to make sure it didn't sound like that's what you were saying. Like, (laughs) we don't read books. We just read the Bible. I'm like, oh, no, we're not, we're not going to say that to them. No, I love reading books. I even read uh, a, a book about Mormonism. And so I like reading about other religions, too, to find out what the issues are like what why is it why are people interested in this and then i end up you know going well that's kind of crazy um because it has nothing to do with what we read in scripture it's like anti-bible yeah like the book of book of mormon or what have you what's the small local church uh kevin's church Ah. he goes to a small local church it's in livonia Four Winds Church, a conservative bible church in western wayne county one of the bluest counties in the country oh Oh, wow. Good luck. Thanks. Well, apparently they're blue also because it's cold. <laughs> exactly. Blue fingers. <laughs> uh, pray for them. Yes. Yes. Uh, chosen people. Carrie also agrees. She's a no-go on the chosen. Hey, Cindy. How you doing? And Kevin's curious about our home church. So, summary. First of all, we have a bigger and bigger audience. I told Andy, it's like, I think we should now safely assume we're not going to have less than 30 people. Every time Andy puts out less chairs um, and he's like, I, you know, I, I think this is enough chairs. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because it, it, it's, it kind of surprises us. So then I feel like it, it must, we must not have anybody coming. Uh, you know, like I'm thinking yeah. we're not going to have very many people coming. And then I ask you, I go, how many people do we have coming to? I don't know. Like two people responded or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then next thing you know, the doorbell just keeps ringing. People just keep now. People just walk in. Yeah. So now we have just people walking in, which is great. Yes. Um, but I had three, three couples that were supposed to come, and none of them come. The good news is we didn't have enough seats for them. We did so, not. So it was a good thing they didn't come. We would have had would have had to sit on the floor, which is fine. Which is fine it because is. I wore me and uh, the the young girl were sitting mm-hmm. there, and I think if. Uh, Ivan's just kind of, uh, you know, a big dude, but I think we could have had people sitting on that carpet. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it was crowded. It was good. Um, we got into a deep discussion, uh, one we've had here before, about if it is the saying, once saved, always saved. Yes. Is that always comes biblical? Around. <laughs> and um, if not, why not? If so, why? And it, it was... Quite a discussion we had for a very long time. I don't know that we ever came to any no consensus, and we never do. No, we uh, everybody's got different opinions. I actually and I related a story of how um, I heard the devil talk to me one day, um, which was alarming. And uh, many of the people in, the, in our audience relayed their own stories of hearing from the enemy, mm-hmm. um, which was cool. I liked hearing everybody else's stories too. And what else? Oh, our friend Stan, one of the cool things um, that I liked that he relayed was he heard a voice which he didn't know was of the Lord, except um, 
so basically told him you were like Titus. That's what the, the verse said. And he said he felt um, uneasy in his spirit. And he felt like there was this suddenly this, this desire, like it was meant to create this desire. Oh, Titus, what does that mean? the definition of Titus, who was Titus in the Bible, like that it was supposed to send him down this rabbit hole that wasn't of God, uh, that it was literally the enemy. He, he discerned after praying about it, that it was the enemy trying to distract him. And that was so cool. Great story. And um, I'm going to just answer this one so we can, and then we'll go back. Uh, do the attendees go to a church? Yes. So um, a lot of them go to a whole bunch of different churches. So all within like 30 miles, we're all in different parts of the, of Orange County. So everybody goes to a different church. We have a couple of couples, actually one in particular, um, that does not go to church. So um, for the most part. Our our thing is their church. Right, right. Uh, But for the most part, everybody goes to one church or another. Yep. Yeah. A lot of different churches. A lot Vineyard, of different churches. We got uh, Calvary Chapel uh, and, and uh, Costa Mesa, Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, yep. Kindred, CCEA, um, Influence. Uh, yeah, Influence. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. And Dr. K says that's a blessing for the, for the community is. and us so much. When, so. Everybody's, when everybody leaves, not that we're happy that they left, <laughs> but when and when they leave, we just look at each other and go, "Wow!" It, it was we just go. It, it was so. Last night, nobody amazing. wanted to leave, and literally, yeah. it wasn't until everybody moved from the living room to our kitchen, and then my friend Melissa said, "Oh, wait a minute, you guys, we got to leave. We're we're broaching on cuddle time." Because <laughs> one time I couldn't. We were, it was like, it was going on so late. And I said, t- I said, well, see, you know, this is cuddle time. <laughs> uh, yeah. What I like so, about Melissa is that you can be direct. Yes. Yeah, you, you two can talk very directly to each other. And, yeah. She you know, totally gets it. I love other her. people would be like. Are you kicking me out to cuddle with your husband? That's so rude. <laughs> But we ended up talking to Ivan, who is the director, I believe, or principal, whatever you want to call him, of the um, Bible College, which is an online Bible college. Yes. And, and I connected him with Israel. I was like, Israel. Oh, he oh, yes. needed that. Yeah. I said, Israel, yes. this dude teaches the Bible for free. Not I said, the, I thought it was a scam. Not with the country of Israel. No, with a person, <laughs> uh, somebody that attends our church. And I was like, He's, he teaches the Bible for free. Like, I thought it was a scam. Me and Andy were like, what's up with this guy? Is he trying to, you know, juice us for money? Like, what's his angle? Um, but no, he just teaches the Bible. So yep. they exchanged uh, contact information. Yeah. But him and his new girlfriend, who he's worked with for a few years, um, they stuck around for a while. And we got some really good feedback from from him and her. Yes. She's quite knowledgeable in the Bible. Reminds me of generations uh, of, of Hedia. teachers and yeah. pastors. Oh, yeah. She's way more than me, for uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, she comes off the stuff off her head. Well, because the, it, it, like, I can imagine what I would have been like if I had the Bible at her age. Yeah, the, as a young kid. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they make a good couple. They made a wonderful couple. Adorable. And Carrie says, we are sealed. Yes. Yes. The question is, were you sealed? I think that's what it, we, the majority came to understand. Uh, Kate said, deceit is hidden behind truth. Eve was deceived. 
Even Judas concealed his betrayal while looking like he was a disciple. Mm-hmm. Yes. The best example of deceit, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, it says, Amen, Carrie. And I think some people have tuned OSAS into hyper grace movement. I thought I could figure it out, Dr. K, but I don't think I can. Turned OS. Oh, once save, always save. Oh, yes. <laughs> into a hyper grace movement. Exactly. Good job, Stokes. Yeah. Jesus said he wouldn't lose any. Battle is great. A cool metaphor for one save, always save is like when the sperm fertilizes the egg, there's a flash of light and then the egg is sealed. It's like that when a person is reborn. That is awesome. I love that. Kate says, so we have to be discerning. And if something doesn't feel right, it usually isn't. There is something not quite right about the chosen. So we need to listen to our God-given instinct. Hmm. Well, Because Annie makes me watch it, right? And so, you know what made me, I think we've had this discussion, but we had this discussion with different audience members. This audience is going to be more friendly to me. The last audience we had this discussion, oh my God, they almost ripped me a new one. Which were mostly my followers. Yes, they were so mad at me about the whole chosen thing. First of all, who's this woman coming on Andy's show? Right. (laughs) That was the first mistake I made. Oof. Andy and his chick friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the whole tribe of them. Are any of you left from the early days when I did this in the park with the ducks? Anybody left that watches that uh, are on? Just let us know in the in the comments how long you've been watching. But uh, yeah, it is a, a different audience. Yes. So I told them they lost me at the episode with Mary where they portrayed Mary as falling back into sin and debauchery. And I was like, no way. I was like, that is not in the Bible. How dare you malign her character like that? Because everybody has that crazy Mary Magdalene story, all this stuff. And I was like, so angry at their portrayal of her. And I was like, that's it. That's it. They drop little fake, fake bombs in the middle of the broadcast. Mormon translations, probably. Yeah. But oh, uh, you should have so seen her. Angry. That episode ended, and she's like a mad scientist in the book, <laughs> and she's got a book in one hand, clicking on the internet. She's like, I need to find where this is. <laughs> and she's like, we're never watching that show again. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was something else. Uh, but that's what it was, Kate. It's that yes. discernment. It was like, well, my spidey sense, my hair stood up on the back, and I was like, ah! I was so angry. So ever since then, I'm like, one eye... One eye closed. Uh, yeah, I'm a little sad. I wanted it to be. I mean, again, I think we had this discussion too that if, even with its flaws, it, it still has to be burned to the ground, even if it does bring people to, to Christ. No, that's what I'm wondering. That's like burning down an elevation church. <laughs> <laughs> I tell, I mean, I came through a NAR church, I came through the leader of the NAR, you know, like, <laughs> and I will never, I, I I will never forget their kindness to me. You know, they taught me the simple gospel, you know, so they baptized me. So I think there's, there's always a place for stuff. If it's not false religion. Dr. Case. What? Uh I can handle Dallas talking. I can't handle. (laughs) I'm I'm sure she's saying I can't. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I can. Yeah. Yeah, Kate says, yes, that's where they lost me. Oh, Oh, nice. Okay, good. 
Uh, Carrie says, no, Andy, I came to the devotional because I watched Hedia's original. <laughs> oh, look at that. Whatever. Uh, the chosen doesn't stay with scripture. Yeah. Yeah. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. They make these little detours and you're like, and if you don't know the Bible, then you don't know. You don't know when they took a detour. You right. think it's all the Bible. And that's the, that to me is the dangerous part. What do you say? So the first season, was that with Mary Magdalene? Was that in the second season? Or was that in the How first season? How many seasons has it been? Only, I think the third one's coming out. Second. Okay, good. Because I, I feel like they were on the right track on the first season. Yeah. And then. It was better. In the first season. And then they feel like, you know, we have to. Creative license. Yeah, we have to take it up a notch. Yeah. And not be so caught in what it says in the Bible. Let's add a little. <laughs> such a, li let's add such a, little a limitation. Spice. Let's add a little spice. Your because controversy says, sometimes creates, you know, interest. Viewership. They call yeah. sin a mistake. Uh, yeah. Oh, do they? I miss that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't catch that either. Mm. <laughs> uh, Dr. K saying, I confess I've screamed, shut up, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> She can't, yeah, can't stand Dallas. Yeah, he annoys me. Yeah. One time we did a show on it, and I think, didn't we think that he was going to see it? Yes. <laughs> I was scared. I was scared because he goes after his enemies. So if he's watching this one day, he goes after them like hardcore. Um, he makes whole videos and presentations against people who speak against him. Yeah. It's, yeah. And I don't think we mean enough to him. For him to do that, but nonetheless, it's scary to get on his bad yeah, side. Be, back then, before I got shadow banned, it would see, it would show us that hundreds of people that were watching them, stuff like that, all over the different platforms we were on. And then shadow banning occurred, and, and then they also took away the counter. You used to be able to see, you know, the count of people that watch, but they took that away too. But that, but we thought it was possible that he was going to see you ranting against yes. him. <laughs> Uh, Lisa says it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. There's the example. Oh my gosh. And Carrie says, it makes me think, did Todd really say no? Yeah, exactly. The whole <laughs> watching the whole time I kept saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that the story? Is that the story with the fish? No, I don't I wait, who was in the boat and the fish? I mean, like I literally can't sit still the whole episode because every single thing they say or do makes me think that it's false. And, you know, even if it's so, it's like 80% of it is true, 20% of it is false, yeah. it's poison the water. What a difference a year and a half or two years makes. Because when we did a show on The Chosen back then, we couldn't find a person to agree with you. Yeah, I was crucified. <laughs> I was crucified. Everybody's going, oh, The Chosen. Yeah, it was I'm going to go see if I can be one of the people on the, you know, the extras. You know, we had people right. that were like going yeah. and the hardcore. It was, it was not like I think people were getting mad at you. They they did. They crucified <laughs> me. They were mad. You don't have one positive. Okay. You don't have one positive comment. Uh, Kay <laughs> says, "I don't. I'm going to be straight. The fact that Jonathan Rumi wears skulls and bones rings, kisses the Pope hand, and has trailers covering one eye—it's kind of clear. It's Antichrist gold. Mm. Wow, that is deep." And now My daughter's calling. Hold on. Let me just. Is he? He's Catholic, though. I think, isn't he? Um, he's Catholic. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. he uh, promotes the app that's uh, a Catholic app, I believe. Prayer. prayer the app. prayer. The prayer app. Yeah. Is it called prayer? I forget what it's called, but. But I, I mean, I, I mean, I want to. Yeah. 
Uh, Lisa says, that's my church, the Shepherd Church. Pastor Dudley has packs of 100 cards printed out to invite people to church. I'm confused by that comment, Lisa. What, which, uh, which is uh, Shepherd Church? It could be the one where they hired the actor who plays Jesus to be in one of their videos, I believe. Because um, I believe it was a California church where they uh, used him as an actor in one of their little movies that they made for the church. Oh, that's, that's what Lisa's started. saying, is that it was filmed at her church. Yeah. Okay. And Dallas was the, uh, in charge of media or something like that. I think. What's Hallow? Hallow is the name of the app. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I have to uh-huh. send um, Zara money oh. <laughs> to eat. Tell her on the show. <laughs> uh, Lisa says the fact, uh, oh, Oh, the fact that Jesus is coming soon is the focus of his sermons for the next year and the responsibility of discipleship is eminent because evil is around every corner. Amen. So should we tell a little bit about our story or did we tell that story already about the problem we had at church? I think we did tell it already. I think we did. Yeah, we did. Okay. So we related that story at our home church. And back to what I said last night, look in the, go to the Bible. If there's any question about the book you're reading, go to the Bible. Oh, tell us. Tell us. <laughs> no, uh, the my discussion for home church came up because of, and some of the people on the podcast have heard that, so I'll give a, a summary. Um, that um, my daughter, sorry, is a new believer and just rededicated her life back to Christ after a very, very bumpy and difficult road. And the first person she met, um, and they clicked, and it was. It was, we were so excited. And then we were a little apprehensive because like this case, she came out of nowhere. And I was like, is it God or the devil, God or the devil? And it turns out that she was trying to um, influence my daughter in a very, very negative way. And so we had to confront her and then confront the family. And um, it was, that's how I ended up hearing from the devil where he said to me, very, very forceful, you know how, you sometimes wonder, is it my flesh or the enemy? You know, because sin comes from those three different sources. And you and you say to yourself, wait, is that my my thoughts talking or is that the enemy talking to me? But this one is like, like, I feel like if I could have pictured the devil with horns, I would have seen him. And he said, oh, do you think that you bring her into these four walls and you could protect her? Um, you can't protect her in here. And I was just taken aback because I had this naive notion that, oh, you know, if you just take them to church, they're going to make great friends and they're going to make better friends. And they wouldn't, you know, we've said that to ourselves where we're like, at least hanging out with church kids, it's better than the kids are going to meet in public school. Um, But by no way, shape or form was this kid better than somebody she would have met in public school. So unfortunately, it turned out to be, um, but it was a good lesson. Um, I was very afraid she'd be brokenhearted about it, but I told her I'm under no delusion about the people in church, and you should be, you shouldn't be either. Um, that there are bad people everywhere, and you're at church to to encounter Jesus and to pray and to learn to worship. But you know, the the people are just a sideshow. Um, but yeah, so that's the story. I think the positive, again, uh, as I said uh, before, is that to see how Zara was able to uh, come out of it and and make some very 
difficult and difficult decisions and and even you know make comments that were very positive on 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 her growth and maturity yeah so i thought it was a very positive thing in the end or if we're finding that a little bit more often that we see oh this bad thing happened and but then we okay what is it that we can take away from this that actually is a positive that's that was it that's god man all the time uh, Lisa said, I agreed with Hedia back then, but didn't speak up because I watched one uh, or two episodes and I was done. <laughs> That's funny. Andy, are you mumbling? I could be. A friendly sound check. <laughs> yeah, I, I got this little, little thing. Yeah, we got all kinds of yeah. weird stuff happening on Andy's mic. I will speak. Oh, but it's really low. Yeah, I will speak more. I will, art, I will articulate. Just because the mic is farther away. And uh, talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. yeah. It feels like you're pinning your a corsage? corsage for the prom. <laughs> <laughs> and Carrie, uh, Dr. K says, oh, so scary. Yeah, it was it was a creepy, for sure, very creepy. Yeah. Uh, Lisa said, Pastor Dudley at our church had packs of, oh, we talked about that for everybody, over 7,000 packs. What do the packs of invite cards mean? Are they like? Uh, what, what did you call those Is cards? Something you... created with the chosen. Those... Something related to the chosen, Lisa. Um, Dr. K said, "My daughter also met a naughty girl at church, but I stopped it fast." And you were right to take that for granted. Yeah, we take it for granted. Nothing to do with filming at my church. Aha. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, just for now, make sure if you have any prayer requests to get them into the comments so that we can make sure and address those. Yes. And uh, send those up oh my to gosh, me. I know. You, you gotta just, stop talking. You've just been chatting away. Yes, only. <laughs> Let's get going. What is the, uh, but there was one, I'll continue to pray for care. Oh, I was gonna say, you know, uh, one good thing's happening today, and that is <clears throat> um, President Trump ran away with the caucus in. Uh, Idaho, I don't, not Idaho, Iowa, Iowa. <laughs> you know, I felt, I felt good doing that because even like, I think it was Hammer today. He said, Ohio. He said, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, no, one of those IOs, <laughs> you know, one of those places where they're having election stuff happening. Um, yeah. 52% the last I looked. Uh, and then DeSantis was second with 20% and then 18% with uh, Nikki Haley. And then unfortunately, uh, Ramaswamy was like eight. But he, he fell out of favor with President Trump. <laughs> Open mouth, insert foot. But 52%. I mean, they were saying if he could get 40%, that would be like a runaway and everybody else oh, really? should just quit. Yeah. And so. You think anybody's going to quit? Not DeSantis. If he came in second, he's going to stick around now. What um, about Nikki? At least that's a question. They say if, if she's close, if it's a close third, she'll probably stick around. Uh, I I know, but after being involved in local campaigns now very intimately, mm -hmm. I realize a lot of people stay in for the money. Sure. They raise money hand over fist, and and at that level, millions of dollars, and they keep it. Wow. So why not stay in? You know, if you're you're doing yourself a service, I don't know, you can tell me if this is uh, true or not. If you're doing well enough to set yourself up for the next election, should you stay in, or are you harming yourself by staying in and not? I don't think you harm yourself. No, unless you stick your foot in your mouth. Right. 
but you could do that even not running. Yeah. But um, yeah. So. Yeah. If you, yeah. I mean, you run, you risk that. The more you talk, mm-hmm. the more you may say something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so there yeah. is definitely that risk. Well, I think you also have to consider the weather. I mean, it, 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 and also there's no mail-in ballots. You know, when you, when you really look at everything, this has to be a positive for what middle America really wants. Right? They, they came out in a, a blizzard snowstorm with the lowest temperature in, in history, if not Did they say how many history. voted? I don't, Total? I don't know. Maybe Is that, I near 200,000, maybe 180,000, something like that. But, um, but it's just you need to take all those things into consideration as to that they actually came out. You know, they left their homes. And mostly a lot of people are old, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> in that area. And, uh, and it, it was so far ahead. And those other people... They went to every county. I guess it's 99 counties. Like the other candidates. The other mean? candidates went to every county. To do what? To speak in restaurants and oh wow. School auditoriums and uh, you know, Denny's <laughs> to speak and to why each is one of the groups. Iowa, I sorry, I know somebody has explained this to me at some point, but I forgot. And why is it a bellwether of the rest of the country, Iowa? Because Not really of the rest of the country, because it, there have been other candidates who've won I uh, uh Idaho. Idaho. Uh, Iowa, oh Iowa. my gosh, Iowa, uh, but end up li- losing the general election. So it's not necessarily if you win there. Okay. But President Trump's win is so overwhelming. No, no other candidate has ever won by fifty-two percent. Oh, really? It's usually like thirty percent, maybe twenty percent, something like that. But it's it's so huge, huge, huge. <laughs> <laughs> that um, you know, it's it's significant. It's significant. Awesome. Okay, so let's get going. Cindy wants a prayer. Uh, and uh, Lisa said, God always finds a way to use bad things to show his love. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, like, K wants to fly home for the election. Sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lisa's saying that the invite cards were to invite them to meet Jesus and his yes. followers. Awesome. Okay, come on. It's 106. Sure. We've been on a long time, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear Lord. We are so grateful um, for your presence in our lives and for the power of the Holy Spirit to move in us and through us and among us. Uh, Thank you for our family of believers, for the people that um, speak life into us and into our families and into our children. Thank you for those who pray over us and lift us up in prayer when they're alone uh, with you, Lord. And we're just so grateful for the power of prayer, Lord. Uh, so we come to you, we come to your throne room, we ask you to heal our brothers and sisters that are suffering right now. We have those that aren't on this broadcast that we know are listening, uh, friends of Andy's that he was on the force with or knew throughout his career that have um, very serious illnesses, Lord, and we ask you to bless them and we lift them up to you and we ask for a restoration. You know each and every one of them, they are your beloved Uh, And we ask you to give them complete restoration to renew each and every one of their cells and that they may be able to worship you um, in wholeness, Lord. And we ask that for our sister Kate and for Carrie and um, healing in her eyes too. And we lift up Lisa to you, Lord, that you will continue to restore her and give her joy and love in her spirit, Lord, and draw her close to you. And for our sister Cindy, Um, You know exactly what she's 
calling out to you for, um, Lord, and everybody else that is, oh, Dr. K's dad who's having surgery. Thank you, Lord, um, for all the people in our lives and for our family members and our loved ones. And for those who do not yet know you, Lord, draw them close to you. We know that you wish that none of them should perish, Lord. So we stand in the gap um, pleading with you to save them in the most miraculous ways or the, from, to the most simplest of ways, Lord. We love you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, uh, thank you. Yvonne. Yvonne says, thank you, Father, for Hetty and Andy and the special group of followers. Bless them and their children. Thank you. Amen. God bless you guys. Yeah. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, we will be on tomorrow. Pretty sure. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. Bye. Bye.